Hey everybody, welcome to Bullying Prevention Part 9, which is going to be working on research question number two from our bullying prevention research that we did in conjunction with Arizona State University. What we did in conjunction with ASU was ask the question, first of all, in question number one, did martial arts, if you did it long enough, help reduce the amount of bullying that occurred in kids. In other words, did it reduce the idea, the amount of bullying that a kid would get, uh, amount of bullying that would happen with a kid? And in other words, another and in other other words, would um, a parent who put their kid into into martial arts expect that a kid would get bullied less? And what we found in our part eight of our bullying prevention podcast was that indeed kids got bullied 27% less, which is better than any, um, or I'm sorry, kids got bullied 64% less, which is better than any bullying prevention program that we've we've measured um, in, in a school bullying prevention program. So it was pretty successful. It was very successful. And that was statistically significant data across um, many, many states and many, many samples of, uh, of students. So we did the same analysis of the students regarding whether or not kids that were bullying other kids would reduce, whether martial arts would reduce the amount of bullying that happened. So let's look at that data a little bit. So I want to really quickly introduce myself. Today, we don't have uh, Master Samborn with us uh, on our podcast today, but I'm Dr. Ray Moody, um, eighth degree black belt chief instructor. Uh, normally, I have uh, Senior Master Laura Samborn here along with us. You can see uh, some of my books at amazon.com, author uh, Greg Moody, and a few other things. You can go to drgregmoody.com and see a few things about uh, other podcasts that, uh, that I've done as well. So let's talk about again, number one, what we reviewed last time was that, that martial arts indeed reduced bullying in kids. In other words, the question number one was, did it reduce the amount of uh, the amount the kids got bullied? Number two was the question that we're going to talk about today is, does martial arts reduce the amount that kids bully? So let's talk about this and we're going to, we're going to share from my my uh, the the work that I did with Arizona State University, and we're going to look at directly from the research presented there. So the data analysis looked like this: the the formal research question was, do children who take martial arts bully others more or less than children who just got started? So we did we were open to the possibility that uh, like some people worry about does martial arts increase possibly the amount the kids bully is it like uh, unfortunately some popular tv shows like cobra kai where they almost they do martial arts and while that's a funny tv show and a really it, it's uh, got a lot of tv ratings in both sides the good karate guys and the bad karate guys 
really both of those kids and both of those groups bully others more than uh, increase the amount of bullying that they do to the other kids. And it's not the model that we'd like to see in martial arts and none of the martial arts schools that I work with or none of the groups that I work with, whether they're march or martial arts or dance or gymnastics increase, or I'd like to think that they would increase bullying. So our hypothesis is that children who participate in martial arts for a long time will not bully others as much as kids who are beginners. So the main question that was asked is, is how often have you taken, have you taken part in bullying other students in school in the past couple months? So this is, um, this is like the first question with Marshall, with uh, bullying that is in the uh, questionnaire that we used. It would be pretty, it relatively severe. If they answer positively to this question, it means they've done it two to three times or more in the past month. That's quite a bit. I mean, it's quite a bit. It means they're doing it quite frequently. Uh, they might be doing it 10 times a month or 10 times a week, but at least two to three times a month. So it's happening quite a bit if they answer this question positively. positively. Remember, this is going to be the kids self-reporting. So they're third grade or up, and it's an anonymous test. So there's no reason for them to answer. Uh, there's no reason for them to answer anything. But honestly, now you might make the case. Just as a side note, here is a little divergence here for us writing the, the writing this up. If we're for anybody writing the notes on this uh, podcast, you might take a little note and say, "Well, what about the question of kids lying when they do this test?" Well, they could for sure, and some probably do. But when we compare the data from this questionnaire to the data from other research in bullying, we're using similar questionnaires or the same questionnaire, self-reported kid data. And so we're comparing apples to apples data that if they if they fib about this information, they would fib about it in the other reported data. So if we see bullying reduced from beginners to uh, advanced students, then we're going to see comparative data. If they lied at the beginning, they'd probably lie at the end about whether they bullied or not. So we're making the assumption that if they do lie, it's going to it's going to be controlled out in the end. So that's the idea behind these two. Um, why why we would guess that the data would be relatively accurate? Okay, we're being probably picky. And what we did see is here was the percentages. You can see the total, which isn't too interesting. And you can see the beginners. Um, most of them didn't bully and the intermediates, most of them didn't bully. And you can see that the data showed that the two to three times a week question, not much bullying is happening. So if we jump to the end, if we look at the the summary chart here, we can see that here, here's what our data, this is a good summary of our data. Beginners bullied about 4% and advanced students bullied about 1%. You might say, well, gee, that's a 75% that's a reduction in bullying from beginner to advanced, that's a ton. And it, but the comparison is against the national data, which is about 19.3%. So 19.3% of kids bully other kids two to three times a month or more. The problem with our data, as we 
look at it. And the reason we won't spend a lot of time talking about this in our podcast today, and we'll spend a little bit of time looking at it, but is that not many kids that start martial arts bully other kids. Compared to national data, only about 20% of kids, 20 80% less of kids is another way to look at it. 80% less of kids, less kids that um, than the national data would come into a martial arts school and say that they wanted to start martial arts. So what's the reason for this? Well, we don't know. We, this is just what the data says. One reason could be that if kids are bullying other kids, they wouldn't want the discipline and structure of a martial arts school. If kids are bullying other kids, they may not, their parents may not feel like they need extra self-confidence, which supports some of the other discussions that we've had earlier that kids who bully other kids already have pretty good self-confidence better equal to the average or better so they may not be wanting to do martial arts for some of the same reasons that other students might want to start martial arts but we get very few kids doing martial arts in fact in our sample it was only two and our advanced students, now this is two out of the beginners, so don't get don't get caught up in the fact that there's two and one and the percentages don't seem to make some sense there. This is two out of all the beginners that we, we uh, surveyed. If you look back at our other data, that means that's about 4% of the total of the beginners, not of the total of the group. Now, the advanced students, there was only one advanced student that reported they bullied kids on a regular basis. That was only one. So we had about 100 advanced students that we we had in our, our survey data. And so that's very, very low. But because the numbers were so low at the beginner, only two beginners out of the whole group said that they bullied other kids, this data was what we call not statistically significant. So we can't make the um, we can't make the assertion from our basic analysis that kids that do martial arts don't bully other kids, but we also can't make the assertion that kids that do martial arts do bully other kids more by doing martial arts. Let's look at a little bit of the other data to see if we can clarify this a little bit and get a little bit of other uh, feeling about what the data looks like. So here's a couple other charts. Um, this is what I just said, that advanced students get bullied less than beginner students or bully less than this should say bully less than other students, but it wasn't statistically significant because there were very few beginners that bullied other kids to get started with. So there's not enough data for us to compare, compare with. So it's less likely that kids are that bully other kids are being brought to martial arts. So one thing that you might think of if you're a parent thinking of bringing your kid to martial arts is you're very unlikely by a an order of magnitude to have other kids in martial arts that are going to be bullying other kids or would be affecting your kid. So it wouldn't be at all like some of the TV shows that you see. So there was further analysis done on some of the other questions in the questionnaire that we used. And this, these questions, there were about nine questions that did talk about bullying. It talked about bullying in lots of other ways, including cyberbullying and other different uh, different ways that kids bullying. And these did show some statistical significance that here's a chart here that you can see that beginners did seem to bully a little bit more than the advanced students. The advanced students hardly bullied at all based on the data from the other, uh, from the other uh, 
questions that we had available. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough to give us um, what we would call in our academic research statistical significance, but it does indicate that martial arts is very unlikely, number one, to increase the amount of bullying. So for any concerns that people might have that martial arts would increase bullying in kids, absolutely not. We can say that for certain. The amount of bullying decrease, we just don't have kids that start martial arts to bully other kids. So it's very difficult for us to measure. All of our measurements look like it's very unlikely. We can say that with pretty good confidence. So that's our summary. Um, there's a trend towards less bullying from advanced students, and we just can't measure the amount of reduction from the data that we that we used. One thing I'd like to cover now, kind of as a new shift, is our parent survey. We did kind of an innovative parent survey, and this wouldn't give us statistical data that we can make uh, academic uh, academic uh, inferences from. But I'd like to report something, and for all of our people out here for podcast episode number nine you guys can get some information from what the parents thought about this. What the parents' view was is after doing martial arts, they did notice about what we measured in our research, that they perceived a 56% reduction in bullying after martial arts, pretty close to, the, pretty close to what, we, what we thought. But beginners, and I mentioned this earlier, but it's good reinforcing, beginners reported being bullied 20%, 7% of the time. This wasn't the parent report. Remember, this was the, the data that the, the students reported. They were bullied 20%, 7% of the time. The parents only thought they were bullied 4% of the time. Now, remember, even in the general population, kids are bullied about somewhere around 14% of the time. The parents only thought they were bullied 4% of the time. The kids that start martial arts are bullied about twice as much as the average that start, the beginners. The parents are not very clued in to what's going on in terms of bullying. They don't think their kids are being bullied. They only think they're being bullied 4% of the time. That's a dramatic difference. So it's something important to think about both as parents, we should be paying attention to this, but also understand that your kids probably aren't going to tell you. They probably aren't going to be clear about what's going on. They may not even be, they may not even know the questions to ask or the things to say to you. And until they do a survey like the questionnaire that we gave out, they might not even know what to express. The questionnaire gives them some framework of what to express, of what to, of the the questions and different things that we might ask, the things that might be happening, they may say, yeah, that's happening to me, but they may not really know that that's not expected at school because it's so common. So this 27% of what they reported to what 4% of what the parents thought was happening is pretty striking. So that's a big deal, something to think about major difference. A couple other things on the parent survey. We already mentioned this first one that very few thought their kids were being bullied, and that's the opposite of the child reports. Um, after doing martial arts, so this is after doing martial arts and uh, 
when they got to their black belt, which was two to three years, depending on the particular school, 86% reported improvement. And they, they felt like their kid would be able to avoid being bullied. Um, the ability to not bully other kids, 64% reported um, improvement. The question needed a little bit of refinement, so we probably should have changed that question a little bit. It didn't have a um, don't bully others option. The improvement in parents' understanding, 90% of the parents felt like they understood bullying, which in all of our training, when we get to training and what to do, most of the time, parents don't understand this difference that we've talked about in our prior podcast, the difference between um, imbalance of power repeated over time and intention to hurt. Parents don't understand that, just like a lot of teachers don't understand this. So 90% of parents got it enough and remembered enough that they understood it. This is a this is a big part of what would help parents and, and uh, help the kids downstream. This was very interesting. 25% of the parents reported that they were bullied as a kid two to three times a month or more. So the same as the question that we asked the kids. And this was 48% more than the general population, than, than what our, our standard data is for the general population. So 25% were bullied two to three times a month or more. That's pretty striking. So many, many of the, of the parents reported being bullied when they were younger. Um, very few of them reported bullying. So if you take these two into account, being bullied as a kid and then bullying others, it looks like the parents look very much like their kids. When we look at the beginners compared to the parents. Now we were surveying beginners of intermediate advanced, but they remember what they were like when they first brought their child into the classes. Uh, improved self-concept. So 98% reported their child improved self-concept, which is, which is all the up here is bullying, but self-concept is how well they felt, how much they, uh, how well they felt about themselves. Did they feel like they were good people? Did they feel like they could excel? Did they feel like they could achieve more in their life? Their self-concept, almost 100% reported that they improved their self-concept. Their safety skills, 99%, which we, we, uh, would expect that they reported valuable safety skills and 98% reported that they liked their martial arts experience. Now this was in all of the students. So remember uh, the this beginners, intermediate and advanced were all reporting these. So some of these guys might've only started for a week but they felt like they reported improved self-confidence, uh, self-concept, improved martial arts. So these were even uh, beginners felt this. Okay, now this is pretty striking data. So the parent survey along with the other data reveals a big picture. Parents were very similar to their kids when they were young. They felt it was important and they got a lot of other benefits other than just the bullying prevention detailed data that we showed in the prior information. So some other questions that might be relevant is how afraid are kids of bullying? One of the things that we talked about earlier is young girls in one of the data sets that we looked at are so afraid of bullying, they're, uh, they're way more afraid of bullying than they are of um, 
death. They're more afraid of bullying than getting good than their fear of, uh, you know, getting bad grades. They're more afraid of bullying than so many things. So this was really important for us to know how afraid are you of being bullied by other students, even if you're not getting bullied. And the beginners were much more afraid of being bullied than the advanced. Now, this isn't as big as the difference in the uh, um, in the uh, the other data that we saw. So it wasn't statistically significant, but I want to make sure that we mentioned it. We did see a difference. And finally, the last part is how do they react if they see another student is being bullied? And we also saw what we'd like to see, which is that the beginners, they didn't do as much. They'd like to help 51% of the time or they'd help 51% of the time. And the advanced students would help a lot more. So it went from 51 to 75%, which is a 50% increase. With the data, the way we do data analysis that didn't show statistical significance, but both of these, whether the two of things, the fear of being bullying and the amount that they would help, which we'll talk about later, that's very important that we want to teach kids, help other kids when you see another kid being bullied or tell an adult. That's part of our process and training that we want you, want you to do as parents and we want other people to teach kids is very important. We did see a very large jump in the data. Just because of the numbers, we'd like to get more research in, into this. Uh, we, that's not considered statistically significant, but it's certainly worth further investigation. And we did see a large jump in uh, in the advanced group in terms of how much they would help other kids. 75% of the advanced group versus 51. Again, 50% improvement in, uh, in that data. Um, in the, um, when we did look just between white belts and black belts, that was statistically significant. So if we just compare white belts to black belts only, and we didn't compare them to the intermediate group, that was a statistically significant uh, number in both of the cases, I think in the other case too. Yeah, in both the cases. So when they're, as far as being afraid of bullying, so re to restate kind of these two questions, being afraid of bullying, beginners to advanced, that was statistically significant. So we can say that from beginner to advanced, you're a lot less afraid of being bullied. And from beginner to advance, you're a lot more willing to help other kids if they're being bullied when you become a black belt. Major, major differences. So these are big summary things. So if we can summarize everything that we talked about, number one, martial arts does have a big effect on bullying reduction. Big effect on bullying re reduction. Number two, and this is all our technical data that you're seeing on the slide, martial arts does seem to have a big effect in reducing kids bullying other kids, but we just didn't have enough kids that bully other kids that start martial arts to measure it. But it does look like it, had, it makes a big difference based on our follow-up analysis. What we did see also that's a big deal is advanced students, our black belts, fear being bullied a lot less than beginners, and our advanced students help other kids a lot more than the beginners, which those two things, fearing being bullied, whether or not you're being bullied, and helping other kids if other, if other people around are being bullied are two major things. In fact, that second one 
about helping other kids when they're being bullied is also speaking to their confidence, speaking to their ability to be a leader, and speaking to their ability to um, do a lot of other things in their life and in, ex in excellence in their life in a lot of other ways. The next thing I wanted to make sure we summarize here is the parent survey. The parent survey was pretty amazing. Number one, they do not have an accurate perception of how much their kids are being bullied, 4% to 27%. They think their kids are being bullied about 4% of the time, but really it's 27% of the time for beginners. That's a huge gap. Number one, they think it's even less than the national average. I'm sure if we surveyed parents in the general population, we would have very low um, low, uh, low number two for amount, the amount that they see it. And it's not because parents don't care about their kids. It's not because they're not watching what's going on. I think mostly it's because they haven't read or watched the podcast, read the information that we give out on bullying prevention. And mostly it's a, a lack of education and they don't understand the myths that we've talked about in these series of podcasts. So they don't have an accurate perception of understand of, of bullying. And also, they, then they don't know what to do about it. Uh, <laughs> they do feel like the martial arts program is helping in all the ways that we talked about. They like the program. They've rated it overwhelmingly good or great, like 98%, 99%. Even the beginners rated it 98%, 99% good for self-concept, safety skills, and, uh, and also, of course, for bullying. Now, there's some limitations in the research that we did. We certainly want to, you know, if, if uh, people, kids, or people that started the martial arts program were people that wanted to start the martial arts program. So we would uh, certainly welcome more people in, but the only people that we got were ones that wanted to do martial arts. So the work of the martial arts program worked really well on them. We don't know if people that didn't want to do martial arts, if all this stuff would work on them because, well, they didn't do martial arts. So um, would this work as well on somebody that uh, uh, that didn't have a, uh, a, a inclination to, to participate in something like this? We just don't know. And we can't know. So that's a little bit of a limitation of this, this work. What we do know are the things that we talked about. And that seems very exciting, not just for martial arts, but for other types of activities that implement similar types of systems and understand the research that we presented in these podcasts up to now. So that's part nine of our uh, bullying prevention podcast. I hope you enjoyed that and hope you learned a lot about what to do uh, in bullying, understand the concepts of what can help. The next time we're gonna talk about some, some things that you can do whether it's in martial arts or other ways that you can do as a parent or as somebody who's an educator or works with kids, or if you're watching this and you are a kid, what you can do. So I look forward to seeing you in Bullying Prevention Podcast number 10.